0: Welcome to the Your Life Rocks Podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. We are still in our Holiday Sanity Series. Now, if you've missed any of the past episodes in the series, I highly recommend you go back and have a listen. I mean, we have covered things like forging a new path with your in-laws, and that's whether you have a good relationship with your in-laws, or maybe it could be a little bit better. We talked about the foundational of planning for Christmas. We've talked about ending the year strong in your career, and today we're going to be talking about gift giving, but in a slightly different way, (laughs) probably a very different way than you've maybe thought about it before. Now, before we dive into this topic, I do want to give a little bit of background because we have had a lot of new listeners coming to the show. So if that is you, welcome. I am so glad you're here. And if you're a longtime listener, then this is going to be a really good reminder for you. So when we talk about balance, you often hear me talk about the different eight areas of life that we're all working to try to balance. They're your faith, they're your uh, marriage, parenting, career, home health, finances, and friends and fun. But outside of those eight areas of life, we truly believe in three pillars of balance. Now, I say you can define balance however you want, but balance is definitely possible. Like I said in the intro, a lot of people will tell you balance is not possible, and that's probably because they're defining it in an impossible way. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a world where balance is not possible, where I feel like I'm always being stretched and pulled between being a good mom and being a good wife and Reaching the goals that I want financially and for my health and and all those other areas and my career. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't seem like God would give me the gifts and talents that He's given me for it to be such a combative mode in my life where I'm constantly trying to figure this stuff out and living by stress. Because He has called us to live by faith and He tells us that through Him, all things are possible. And to me, it's not like there's a little asterisk that says all things are possible through Christ Jesus. Asterisk, asterisk, except for the whole balance thing. That That's not possible. I don't think that that's in the Bible anywhere. So we believe that balance is possible. When you have three pillars in place. Now, with these three pillars in place, you can define balance however you want. But number one pillar is putting God first. When we seek him first, that's what unlocks everything else in our lives, including having balance, including having a great marriage, including being able to use our talents in a way that gives back to others and help to benefit us financially. All of those things are possible when we put him first in our lives. So that is the number one pillar. The number two pillar is community. And there's a number of reasons why community is one of these top three. It's easy to say, you know, we need to have community because we need help. I mean, that's the obvious answer, right? As a working mom, we need help. We need help taking care of the kids. We need help with sometimes bringing people in to help clean the house or to prep food for us or, you know, even delivering groceries. Like we can think about like all of those things that fill our needs, But really the reason why community is important is because it changes our perspective. If we are not listening to what's happening in other people's lives, the issues of our lives can consume us. It can consume our vision, our perspective, what we're focusing in on. And I don't know about you, but when I'm just focused in on what's going on in my life, sometimes the smallest problems can seem really, really big because I am so close to them because that's all I can see are my own issues and my own problems and my own struggles. But when I open up my community and I I allow other people into my life and I am able to hear about what's going on in their lives, it's not a matter of who's got it worse or anything like that, but it it just changes your perspective on things and it, it changes your view and your problems start to seem a little bit smaller and more manageable. And when they are bigger, you have other people that can pray for you and you can pray for them. And it's kind of this bigger picture of, of the way that God designed us all to live and to be. And then the third pillar that we have for balance, regardless how you define it, are systems and habits. Listen, systems, <laughs> systems and habits are so important. And this is one you could probably argue depending on how you define balance. I mean, if you define balance as, you know, taking life as it comes, not stressing out about it and just, you know, going with the flow, yeah, then maybe systems don't have to do anything with your definition of balance. But for the most of us, we need to have these systems in place so that we can start to think about How we handle things like our emotions, our mental capability, how we do self-care, how we get the kids to all of the things that they have to go to and not be late in turning in the forms and all of those things, right? So we need those systems so we can be effective, so we can be proactive, and we can stay away from the mom guilt. I guarantee you, if you're experiencing mom guilt, your systems need to be looked at after first, you do those first two priorities, God, community, then the systems. Now, here at Your Life Rocks, we try to cover all three of those pillars through the courses that we have in the app that teach you the systems, through the podcast, through prayer that we do in our community. I mean, we try to cover off on all three of these pillars in a number of different ways. We have a lot of exciting things coming in January to help expand on these. But the reason why I'm going into all of this right now is because right now in the holiday season, we are are in a place where it's natural to want to look into our community, to want to give back to people. I mean, it's a gift-giving season after all, so we are a little bit more community focused. And so I wanted to give this message because one, it's something that I'm new to learning about and it's growing me and changing my perspective. And I'm on this journey right alongside with all of you. As a fellow working mom, the reason why I started this podcast is because, well, there's a lot of reasons I started this podcast, but one of them was because I wanted to continue to grow in all of the different eight areas of life that we talk about. And so I like to have guests on that help us dive into those, and I like to share with you the different things that I am learning, and that's what we're going to be doing today. And I said in the beginning, it's it's gift-giving, but in a completely different way than maybe you would expect. And I'll tell you, I really debated even covering this topic because I was thinking, you know, the whole purpose of Holiday Sanity is to lesson and to simplify. And when you take the free course inside the app, which I hope that you do, you can find the app in the app store. You just search Your Life Rocks in either iTunes or in Google Play and you'll be able to find it. And in there, go to courses and you'll find the free holiday sanity course. Anyway, back to my point. The whole purpose is to simplify and to focus on the things that matter most and to help you kind of walk through some of those systems so that you can clear away some of that chaos, so that you can just truly focus on the things that you want to focus in on. Because sometimes it's not as easy as just making up our mind to say, I just don't want to think about that anymore. I don't want that to influence me emotionally anymore. I don't want that to, to keep coming up as an issue. I just want to move past it. Sometimes it's not as easy as just making up our mind, right? We have to really go through those things. And I didn't want to add an extra layer of things that you feel like you need To do or an extra layer of things you need to think about. Because here's the thing when it comes to gift giving, I still have a lot of shopping to do. (laughs) I still have a lot of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to get? This person or that person or, you know, just all of those things. And it can be very stressful. And I don't want it to be stressful for me. I don't want it to be stressful for you. But This is truly one of those heart issues, and so this is where I feel like we can take this opportunity to help us grow in this area of our life. So you're probably at this point like, okay, that's pretty cryptic. Get into it, Jenny. What in the world are you talking about? So let's dive right into really this this whole idea of community and the way that we can be serving other people in our community this time of year in this season. Now, in years past, this is our third year in the podcast, in years past around this time of year, we typically do an episode that's about giving back or giving to others and, and being in that community. Last year, we had a great interview uh, with the founder of Give, Send, Go. It's a Christian crowdfunding platform, and it was really great in just how we can teach our kids to be great givers. And so as I was praying and thinking about what we were going to be doing this year, I was thinking something in the same vein, but then it dawned on me, you know, we can teach our kids to be great givers, but if in our hearts we're not great givers or we're not always thinking about how we can serve those other people around us, because it's not just about, you know, giving gifts this time of year or giving money this time of year, it's really about giving on a deeper level, and, and having it be something that carries through all year long. But if we're not training ourselves in that way, it's really hard to set that example for our kids to follow as well. And so while I was mulling this over, and I was in church a couple weekends ago, and our pastor brought up this, this topic, and it was just one of those things that I've heard it before, but I don't know if you've had this experience, but you've heard something before, but then you hear it again, and you're like, ah, oh, It's different this time, and it's almost like the Holy Spirit is guiding you into looking at it in a different lens, in a different way, and that's exactly what this was. Our pastor was talking about our soul. Now, he was saying that the way that God created us is that we have our body, our spirit, and our soul, but our soul also has three components to it, which is our intellect or our mind, our emotion or our heart, and our will. And it just kind of got me thinking about the things that we do to grow in our lives. We talk about personal development or personal growth, and they're typically things that help us grow in our intellect or our emotions, um, or even when we're studying the Word of God, it's really seeking His will, right? So we can we can make those decisions in our lives that are more aligned with His will. And so I thought that this topic was extremely extremely interesting. And I've been doing a lot of personal research and study into this and really searching the Bible for the different verses that support this and what God has to say about that. And I highly encourage if you see something on social media, if you read a blog somewhere, if you hear a podcaster <laughs> talking about something biblical, even even if you hear your pastor say something, I highly encourage you going to the word of God and proving it. Go to the word of God, research it yourself and see what comes up for you. See what the Holy Spirit would guide you to and unveil for you to show you. And I'm on that process of doing that on this message. So I'm not going to get too theological into that. I want you to just research that for yourself, but wanted to kind of set the groundwork for this. So with this topic fresh on the top of my mind, as the pastor was talking about this, and and I don't even remember how he was tying it back into the Christmas message because it was a Christmas season sermon. But as the pastor was talking about this, I was just started thinking about Prayer. And and I really like very specific prayer. If you're on my email list, oftentimes when I send out emails at the bottom of it, I will ask if you have anything that I can pray for you to just hit reply and let me know. Oftentimes in our Facebook groups, we have days where I'll ask, like, is there anything that I can pray for you? Or members will just post, you know, this is what I need prayer on if you ladies could be praying. I love to pray very, very specifically, and as he was talking about this, it just started to get me thinking about my own life, and you know, when I'm praying for for God to give me strength or for guidance, it just, I don't know, there was something that the Holy Spirit just kind of led me into thinking about on how I can be more specific on how I can pray for that support for my mind or for my heart or for my will. And then I started thinking about the other people in my life. And this is where the community piece really started to take hold and and tap in. And I thought, you know, how amazing would it be this holiday season? You know, when we take the time and we look around us at the people around us in our community and give to the less fortunate and who needs help and to be able to reach out to people in that way, I thought, how powerful would it be to be able to not just provide physical things, but to be praying for people in a way very specifically to help them mentally, emotionally, and with their will so that their soul can be right with God, so that they can move their soul in alignment with eternity and what he has for them. And then I thought, you know, that could be really, really impactful. And I thought, I wonder if we were to do this and talk about this on the podcast, How powerful it could be if all of the listeners, we have a few thousand people that listen to this podcast, if a few thousand of us were praying specifically for people around us and praying for their souls in very specific ways, and because it's Christmas time, we might be more open to doing that. And if we encourage other people around us to do the same thing, can we imagine the ripple effect of what the Holy Spirit could do through us, through others' lives this holiday season? something that could last well beyond December, something that could well last beyond just who they are. And I know this is a bit of a stretch. And again, it's a little different than gift giving, but what better gift than to be praying for people? And then as I started thinking about this and mapping it out, I thought, okay, how can we be more directive with this than just telling you, let's just pray for the people that are in your lives and around you. So let's talk about four areas of life. If you are using your notebook, I know a lot of you do notebook and journaling while you're listening to the show, I want you to list out these four different areas of your life. And then we're gonna think about who specifically are we gonna be praying for in these different areas of our life. And then I want you to think about what specifically you'll be praying for them in in the context of what we're talking about. All right, so the four areas that you're going to want to mark down in your notebook or be thinking about. Again, if you're listening while you're driving, you can verbally say this because there's power in our words. And so when we are saying it out loud, it can be just as impactful as writing it down. So those four areas, number one is your work. Number two is your immediate family. Number three is your extended family and friends. And number four is your community, your greater community that you're in. So when you're thinking about work, I recommend like one to three. One to three people that you work with, that you would like to see their soul move in a different way, that you would love to be able to have Jesus just pour into their life in different ways. Now, they might already be believers. They might not be believers. That's okay. doesn't necessarily matter. But one to three people that you want to specifically be praying over their soul. And then you can think really specifically. What about their intellect? What about their mind? What things do you want to be praying for? For them. And this is where it can even turn into gift giving because there's a lot of books, there's a lot of resources, there's a lot of different things that you could do that are gifts, fun games, right? That are make great gifts that can help with the intellect piece and helping grow people and helping them to expand that intellect piece. So you can even be thinking about it in terms like that. But then also think about the heart, think about the emotion. Like what things would you want to be praying specifically for that person in that area? and then their will. What decisions? You know, when we think about our will, it's our decisions that we make. It's the choices that we choose, the things that we do with our life, whether it's in alignment with God or it's not in alignment with God. But what specifically would you want to pray for those people that you work with? Now, this is why I say one to three, because you're going to have a long list of people that you're praying for. And that is okay. Because again, this is a great gift giving season. And this is a time that you could be spending your morning routine praying for these people very specifically in these areas. And as you're out buying gift for some of these people, you might find gifts that kind of fit right alongside of what you're praying for them. And that's a great segue into our next area, which is your immediate family. So it's your husband, it's your kids, it's those immediate, your, your little family unit that you are a part of. And really, this is the one that for me was just such a a close to home hitting message that the spirit really put on my heart to think, how am I not just praying for my kids, but how am I supporting them in their intellectual growth towards God or their emotional growth and in their will? Because it's not just like, because there are things that I could be doing alongside praying, things I can be proactively doing to help shape them, to help influence them and the way that they should go. There are gifts that I could get them that would align with that to help support that. And really, like, what better gift to give than to help them grow in those areas, to help them develop in those areas? Now, again, (laughs) the purpose of this is not to add on more, but just to get you to think a little bit differently, to change your perspective, even if it's just one quick prayer that you're able to do from this episode, from the content that we're talking about. Awesome. Now, if you're able to like fully go all out, fantastic, but don't feel like you need to. Okay, you have the grace that if you are just buying your kids toys that have absolutely no meaning, that have nothing to do with any of this, that is totally cool too because you know what? My kids will have a lot of things under their tree that have nothing to do with their soul and that's totally fine, but... I am going to be praying for them and I am going to be thinking about the way that I can help support them, the way that I can proactively parent them in a way that helps to support their growth in these areas, not just at Christmas time, but all year round. And even for my husband, how can I support him and his growth and his development in those different areas as well? Now, you can take the same concept out to your extended family and friends, so I put them both in the same bucket because I know for me, some of my, what I quote unquote extended family are really my selected family is what we call them. They're not blood relatives, but they're people who are friends that are pretty much like family that we, we spend holiday time with and that we consider to be family. But this is also including your parents, sisters, brothers, you know, all of those people that you have in your life and the way that you can be praying for them and lifting them up this time of year. And then beyond that is your greater community. And these might be people in your church that you're praying for. These might be neighbors that you have, or they might be people who you don't know, homeless on the street or people in need that you're caring for. And even just something as a simple prayer for your dropping off a toy at a toy tree drop-off. You might not know who that child is that's getting that gift, but God does. Jesus knows who that gift is going to. And so you can just lift that child up to the Lord and you can ask him to to bless them and to provide the right influences and teachers in their life to help them know the truth that they would find the word of God and that they would seek him and and, and want to grow in knowledge of what he is and who he is and who they are, with him, that their hearts would be guarded against the lies of the enemy and that they would know the truth of who they are and how much that they are loved, truly loved, and how they were designed to be just how they are by our creator. And you could be praying that they would seek the Holy Spirit and guidance and choices in their life, that they would want to know what the will of God is for them and not just want to know it, but want to follow it and want to make choices that are in alignment with it. You don't always have to know the specifics about people to have specific prayers, but for those that you do know the specifics of, you can get very much more specific in your prayers and the way that you want to be lifting them up in front of God. And again, can you just imagine with the power of prayer, praying for people and, and their souls this holiday time of year, if you pray for one person or two people or three people, and if we're all doing that, the ripple effect that it can have can be amazing. Because this time of year, it's really easy to look at the needs or the wants and think about it in the physical form, but it's also such a huge opportunity for us to be looking beyond that and to be looking at the heart and at the mind. And you know, at the beginning of the show, I said, I didn't want to add anything extra because the whole purpose of Holiday Sanity is to keep it simple so you can focus on the things that matter most, but I can't think of anything that really matters most than praying for people to fall more in love with God, to help them to know him more and to really follow in their life after him. I mean, is there anything more important than that? I don't think that there is. Now, next week we will be wrapping up our holiday sanity series. I cannot even believe how quickly time goes. I say this all the time and you would think it'd be like, hello, time moves fast. (laughs) And I would realize how fast time goes, but it really does go by super fast. So next week will be our last episode in this series. We're going to be talking about the reality of finding that Christmas spirit. Amongst all the busy, amongst all the chaos, it'll be a week before Christmas, so it'll be perfect timing. And just a friendly reminder that now is the time to upgrade inside your app to Life Balance Membership because our prices are increasing as of January 1st. And if you upgrade before then, you are forever locked in at the low price of just $9.99 a month. And that gives you access to all of the courses, all of the bonus. And we just launched the online membership hub you can get access to all of the podcast bonuses and even more great content for members. And if you're on the email list, we've also launched a digital balance box where you can log in and get all kinds of extras and bonuses and free content as well. And of course, you can learn more about all of the extra resources that we provide by going to yourliferocks.com. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this show. If it's been helpful for you, share it with a friend and brighten up their day. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.